Welcome to GFS Insight, our look into what's happening in the television and film production industry from a risk management perspective. My name is Michael, and today I am speaking with Jameson Shea, GFS's Director of East Coast Operations. How are you, Jameson? Very good, thank you. Now, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. So, uh, as the Director of East Coast Operations for GFS, I'm tasked with providing health and safety and risk management solutions for film and television. Personally, I have over 20 years of experience in film and television production, and I'm also a registered paramedic in the state of Massachusetts. So, for the last probably year and a half, I've had uh, a, a very good up close and personal relationship with COVID myself. So my real experience with COVID and my production experience together, we've been working really hard on creating some some interesting solutions for film and television productions happening right now. So it's been almost a year and a half since we had to shut down productions due to COVID-19. Can you give us a brief recap about the changes that we've seen as we gradually got back to work? Yeah, so as you just mentioned, just about a year and a half ago now, um, production was completely halted because there was no guidance as far as how we could gather safely. Obviously, film sets, television sets are usually in close quarters. Everyone is kind of working on top of each other, a lot of times indoors. So with an airborne illness, we weren't sure you know, how to get on with this. So as time went on, uh, industry experts and epidemiologists, doctors kind of all got together and put some different guidance Fourth, it started with the white paper that was almost immediately followed by the Safeway Forward, and that was replaced with the Return to Work Agreement, which was between the unions, the guilds, and producers. So, the Return to Work Agreement was the the guidance and the basically the playbook that we were following for almost the last year. And just recently, there was an update to the Return to Work Agreement, which is kind of what we're following now. And there have been some significant changes in that the first Return to Work Agreement never addressed vaccinations because at the time that it was drafted, vaccinations were just an idea they weren't even being tested at the time. So as the illness kind of progressed rapidly, the industry was forced with trying to keep up with it and trying to stay ahead of it. So there have been a lot a lot of changes, certainly, and it's a lot to digest for a lot of people. It certainly is. And the situation is evolving at such a fast pace. So what does that mean for the people on the ground who are in the middle of a production? So I can speak for what's happening right now. Post-expiration of the first return to work agreement, there were a lot of productions, certainly with some productions that I'm involved with now, that were hoping that with the return to work agreement update coming out, that the restrictions would be lessened. And then they would have to, you know, they could spend less money on testing, spend less money on PPE. And certainly the numbers in regard to infections were trending in that direction that we thought we all thought that we might be able to let up a little bit. As the Delta variant became more prominent and is very prominent now, still spreading rapidly, I think that everybody's had to kind of change their stance a little bit and really adapt to maybe going back to the way that we had been doing it for the past year. And certainly, I'm a big 
proponent of doing it safer, like we've been doing it for the last year, only because we know that it works. So it's it's been a, it's been a challenge to get people to shift their thinking back to you know stricter PPE regulations, increased testing cadence, that sort of thing. And I definitely understand. And it's it's been it's been a challenge, but it's my job to inform the producers that I'm working with the changes that are happening outside of our little bubble and how they can affect us and what changes we need to make to adapt. Exactly. And I can imagine there are producers out there in the middle of pre-production or production, and they have to juggle this new information along with their schedules and, more importantly, their budgets. Um, you know, what can they do? Well, regardless of budget, there's still, there's still some, um, some really important things at play to kind of follow that haven't changed at all. And regardless of, of budget and what you're working with, there's things like regular testing and proper hygiene and PPE and social distancing. Those are all the measures that kept us safe up until now. I've been involved with a number of productions that have had no shutdown or no production delay because we were so vigilant in maintaining proper PPE, distancing, hygiene, and testing cadence. As the original, as I'll call it the original COVID strain started to kind of dwindle, people started to get vaccinated more. I think there was kind of a feeling that we could let up and things could get back to normal. Some of the states that we're shooting in relaxed their, their guidance completely, if not eliminated it. In Massachusetts, they're, up until this point, they had eliminated all COVID guidance as far as mask mandates indoors and social distancing guidelines and capacity limits. And now we're starting to go backwards on that because we're realizing how transmissible this Delta variant is and that our letting up isn't doing us any favors and actually could be working against us. So, you know, my recommendation always is to fall back on those original things that kept us safe to begin with, proper hand washing, wearing a mask, social distancing, and basically staying apart. And if, you know, every production has positives, positive cases, proper contact tracing and quarantine and isolation, all of those hallmarks that we started to kind of change course on and, and let up a little bit, my prediction is that we're going to go back to that because productions as they are right now are shutting down faster than I've ever seen them shut down. And it's because of the relaxed guidance. And a lot of the things you've mentioned, um, keeping up hygiene, PPE, PCR testing, social distancing, contact tracing, they seem like a burden, but w when you put them on the balance, they're actually a low-cost, high-value deterrent when you think of the alternative being, you know, shutting down a production for two weeks. You know, I hear a lot of, a lot of producers, once it kind of clicks, refer to it as it's kind of like an insurance policy. Nobody wants to pay for insurance, whether it's homeowner's insurance or car insurance. But when the inevitable happens, you're really glad that you have it. So it's kind of, it's kind of the same idea where you're spending this money up front and you're doing gatekeeper testing events to make sure that no one comes on your set that is positive. It's money well spent. The money that you're going to spend in shutting down your production for five days, 10 days, 12 days, whatever it may be, can skyrocket really fast. And it's going to pale in comparison to what you could have spent on 
regular PCR testing and getting everybody the right training and the right PPE. 100%. And in looking ahead, we're coming into the fall season. What can we expect and what can productions do to maintain solid protocols to prevent any shutdowns? Yes. Yeah, so as you rightly said earlier in the conversation, with the fall and the winter coming, things are, are definitely going to be trending in the wrong direction. We know that we're not just making that a prediction. It's definitely going to happen with you know the majority of the unvaccinated population being under 12 years old and kids going back to school and mask mandates being kind of all over the map. Some places have them, some places don't. It really sets the stage for there to be more of a rapid infection rate and it's going to happen. And I would say, you know, use GFS as a resource. We, more than anyone else that I, that I know, certainly in the film business, have our finger on the pulse with all the changes in guidance. And we're constantly consulting with epidemiologists and medical doctors in different locations for location-specific advice. So I would say certainly lean on, on GFS as a resource. You can go to gfsglobal.com um, and you know contact us Jameson, thank you so much. You always have some good insight into what's happening on the ground. That's what we're here for. We're here to, to, to help, help keep the train on the tracks, so to speak. As Jameson said, GFS is here to put our expertise to work on your production. We'll ensure you remain compliant, protect your team, and minimize the risk of disruptions or shutdowns. Contact us today to update your production's COVID-19 protocols. Visit gfsglobal.com. Thanks and stay safe.